having compassion for somebody who could have killed you is difficult. Welcome to an episode of Find Your Voice, a movement led by yours truly, Aaron Dew, a guy who has overcome crippling anxiety, adversity, and difficulty like so many of you in life, whose main goal now is to help you combat your excuses, take control of your life, write your own story, and most importantly, find your voice. So now, without further ado, I welcome the host of the show himself, Mr. Aaron Dew. What's going on, people? Thank you for tuning in to another episode, a very special episode of Find Your Voice. My name is Aaron, and as always, I am the host of the show. So we have made it. We have finally reached episode 100, an episode I've been so anxious about, if I'm being honest, but also excited for as well, because this was an episode that I promised very early on, before I even started podcasting, and through many of the episodes where you may have heard me drop it, that I would be sharing a little bit about me. Now, this has only been possible because of you, the listeners. So honestly, from the bottom of my heart, I extend my hand to say thank you. A massive, massive thank you for supporting me on this journey of finding my own voice, but also listening to the incredible stories that I've been so grateful to have shared on my podcast and also for the amazing reviews and feedback as well. Thank you so much. It is truly appreciated. Now, just before I delve into my story, I just want to give a little bit of context because I started Find Your Voice as an empowering mission and almost a challenge to myself to overcome my own limiting beliefs, my shyness, and to really understand and I suppose manage my own anxiety. And alongside this, I also wanted to make sure that no one ever felt alone and that their adversity was not something that only happened to them. And I'm so, so grateful that because of the guests who have come on and bravely shared their story, I've been able to demonstrate that. I've had some of the most inspiring, hair-raising, tingling, emotional stories that I've ever heard myself from some of the most beautiful souls in the world. And it has taught me that adversity, if we allow it to be, can be our biggest gift. Now, Find Your Voice is also about finding yourself in the midst of adversity or after adversity. However, I always wish, and I wish this sincerely, Now, you could maybe find your voice and find yourself before the pain, before the adversity comes. But life has definitely taught me one thing, and that is that sometimes we need to experience the worst in order to become our best. And that kind of leads me on to this episode, my story, where I actually experienced the worst day of my life, which actually shaped the next years in a very, very spiraling downward fashion. But then I had a revelation. And that revelation was the importance of forgiveness. And that's what this episode is going to be about, forgiveness. But as it's the 100th episode, I am excited. I don't want to make it morbid. I don't want to make it where you're all crying at the end of it. Listen, I've already cried enough tears after that day. And I'm actually going to start with some fantastic news. That we are 100 episodes in and we have our first sponsor. So thank you so much. I also want to thank other companies as well. So I've had incredible amounts of people reach out from clothing to CBD oils to mattresses, all offering their own sponsorships for this show. And that is truly heartfelt that you feel that this is a great platform for your products. But I always wanted to ensure that anything I bring on, I have to believe in it. I do that with my guests and I do that with my own stories. So today I am proud to say we are sponsored by Health Excel. Now, Health Excel is a brand whose aim is to educate and enhance your health and wellness. 
via their range of superfood blends, all infused with powerful ingredients such as ashwagandha, moringa, reishi mushrooms. Now, I could go on about this because I'm so, so passionate about it. But what I do urge you all to do is if you'd like to take control of your health, is to visit their website, www.healthxcel.co.uk. That's healthxcel.co.uk because they are launching very, very soon. There is incredible amounts of knowledge and more importantly, there's going to be a lot of freebies such as gym plans, diet plans, meal recipes, all to help you put the odds in your flavour. That's their tagline, by the way. So anyway, back to this show, which I am now very excited and I'm going to make this lighthearted, as I said. So let's begin. So it all started on September the 3rd, 2011. And this was the day that would shape the rest of my life. But just to give a bit of context about why this day was so important and the things that happened to me. You see, growing up, one of the things I've always wanted to do was become the heavyweight boxing champion of the world. Now, I'm sure many of you had dreams growing up as children, whether that was to be a ballerina or a princess or a movie star or maybe even a singer. But for me, it really was just to be the heavyweight boxing champion of the world. Now, unfortunately, I was suffering with quite a lot of ill health as a child. So my parents were kind of reluctant to really throw me into the ring where I would be getting punched on a daily basis. And one thing that I've mentioned in many of my podcasts is I had this gift and a curse of being very academically astute. And due to that, I found myself spending most of my life as an academic. I went from getting top grades in primary school to secondary school to moving on to getting a degree and then going on to study a master's afterwards. Now, this was all great, but something inside me said that this wasn't the life for me. I knew I was meant to do something different. I felt my life and my purpose and my mission was something different. But how do you explain that as a child when you're just trying to understand yourself? That was very difficult. Fast forward a few years and I left university looking, well, (laughs) not like myself. I had gained 42 pounds. I was unfit. I had a high tolerance for alcohol due to the amount that I'd probably drink on student nights. And my life really was kind of in its comfort zone. And I know that because I look back now and I think, wow, I should have done and could have done so much more. However, an opportunity presented itself and I was allowed to potentially pursue my dream of being a boxer. Only this time I recognised being a heavyweight was never going to happen. At least not the heavyweight I came out of uni looking like. Now recognising I was 25 at this time, I also knew time was not on my side. And people had been doing boxing since they could pick up some gloves. So I knew that wasn't going to happen. But one thing I knew I could do is I could work hard. I knew that I was just given a potential lifeline of achieving the dream I had wanted to do ever since I first knew what boxing was, ever since I first watched Rocky IV, which I probably watched over a thousand times. So I got into shape and my God, this was hard. I was ridiculed by young kids calling me fatty and I was getting out of breath as soon as I started running. It was tough, not just physically, but also mentally. But I was determined to achieve my dreams. I was so focused that I was training three times a day, seven times a week for 18 months. Now that seems pretty excessive, right? And when I look back, it definitely was. Because I really wasn't taking my nutrition on hand and, well, I was making a lot of mistakes. But again, the focus and relentlessness of not giving up made sure that I was going to give this opportunity everything I had and leaving no excuses on the table. 
So I'll fast forward some difficult training and losing a lot of weight. Yes, I managed to lose all those 42 pounds. Well, actually in the first seven and a half weeks and some more, I got ready and I was ready to weigh in. And now I'd just taken on a coach in the last year who had really had a massive impact on my life. You might recognize him from episode one. And one of the goals that I had set myself was to go to the novice nationals. I believed that I hadn't taken much abuse in my life in terms of physically in the ring. And I believed I had the talent to hold my own. I believed that I, in my heart of hearts, could have become a national novice champion. And so I was given the green light that my weight was fine to enjoy myself on my birthday. Now my birthday had rolled around and having been antisocial for the best part of two years, not drinking and abstaining from alcohol and all of the things that a boxer wouldn't do, or shouldn't do should I say, I went out. And my God, did I enjoy myself. I had the time of my life. My friends were out in the numbers. I didn't even realise I had so many friends eager to spend some time with me. And I even did some dancing. And if you know me, dancing is not my strong point. But when the alcohol was flowing through me, it hit me like a ton of bricks. And I partied. And I partied. Until I couldn't stand no more. The alcohol had hit me. And being around 5% body fat and not drinking for two years... It hits you a lot quicker. So there I found myself with a friend who had just wandered off for a second, sleeping on some stairs. And at this point, the story gets a little bit dark. And I remember looking up as I was woken up by an altercation between some drunk people having a fight. They seemed that one person was outnumbered and he was getting picked on by a group of guys. Anyway, I needed to sleep. So I'd fallen back to sleep. A few moments passed, however, and I could hear them closer and closer. In fact, it was no longer noises I was hearing. I was now feeling something. As I felt my head jolt back numerous times, side to side, back and forth, my eyes opened, glazed, staring like a deer in the headlights. What was going on? Who's doing this? And all I could see, laughing, yet anger mixed in the same emotions, in the same face as these individuals assaulted me, over and over again. I was hit with numerous kicks to the head, knees, punches, elbows, running legs straight to the face. And my memory of that moment was, my hands were paralysed. I actually couldn't move them. And I was thinking to myself at that point, this is it, this is how I'm going to die. And I remember crying and screaming for my mum, and thinking, somebody needs to save me. Why are my hands working? Why are you hitting me? I pleaded and I pleaded, asking them why. Who were they? What had I done? I had just fallen asleep. I couldn't understand it. And just like that, I blacked out. Only to wake up hours later in a hotel room. And that bed was covered with blood. Almost like a silhouette of my own body. To which I was then rushed to hospital. The doctor warned me that I was lucky to survive. But thankfully, my skull held its own. Now at this point it was difficult for me to comprehend what had happened, especially as I was drunk and I wasn't really sure of exactly what had gone on. So I remember going back and forth with the police department. And this isn't a slant on the police department by the way, because they do what they do. But at that point I had no assistance. In fact initially I was told that I was the one who had started the altercation. But confident that that isn't me, that's not my demeanour, that's not how I roll. I wanted to see the CCTV footage. So myself and my mum went down 
and we requested a meeting. And to my dismay, I saw three and a half minutes of me getting beaten brutally to a pulp, unprovoked by bullies. Bullies that night who needed to take their aggression out, who had their own things on their mind, their own demons they were fighting, and felt that by paling into an innocent person on the stairs would solve them of their own issues. I remember leaving, crying, thinking, wow, what have I been through? And hoping that I could just recover for the next three months. Now sadly, the next three months was months of nightmares. I saw the person's face over and over again. I had visions of my dreams of being the champion slipping by the wayside. I had visions that I could have died. And then I had this moment of me as a child, wishing and hoping to succeed as a boxer. My emotions at that point were difficult. Revenge, bitterness. This was unfair. Why didn't anyone help me? Why did this even happen? And I felt hurt and I almost wanted to pay him back. And the years that followed weren't any greater. In fact, I became this person of I should have, I would have and I could have. I began drinking on weekends almost to numb the pain and telling everyone how great I was going to be over and over again. But the nights alone was when I became sad in my own thoughts, thinking, am I going to be doing this for the rest of my life? Am I going to be that person who speaks of what they could have done and let this one incident dictate the next three years of my life, just as they had dictated the last three years of my life? I decided to make a change. But that change wasn't by my own initial thoughts or actions. It was actually when I was listening to a podcast, funnily enough, And I guess this is one of the reasons I started Find Your Voice as well. That I hope something in these episodes sparks something for all of you out there. Now this episode was about forgiveness. And it's weird because the individual had experienced assault as well. Yet had a victim mindset. Just how I had. Yet not recognising what a victim mindset was at that time. But they also spoke of how it changed their life. And this episode had a profound effect. That in turn it would change my life. And so I went on the process of forgiveness. Now initially, the thought of forgiving someone who had no reason to ever lay his hands and feet and legs and elbows and knees on me just seemed impossible. Why should I forgive somebody who did that? They don't deserve forgiveness. Well, in fact, they might not deserve forgiveness. But you do. And I certainly did. So if you're watching this on YouTube, I've done this through an animation and I've done this just to make sure that you have this as a point of reference in case you ever need it. And the first step was that I had to feel the hurt and I had to acknowledge it. The second was that I had to forgive myself and let it go. You see, I went through moments, many moments, where I blamed myself for drinking that extra shot, for even going out in the first instance. Well, you say you want to be a boxer, so why are you drinking in the first place? I was blaming myself over and over and over. The third was to have compassion and to understand what a victim mindset was and change that. And this was difficult. Having compassion for somebody who could have killed you is difficult. But I had seen all the shows of parents forgiving the murderers of their children. (sighs) Even now, that just to me takes incredible strength. And I thought, can I do that? Can I become that person? And then the fourth step, I need to forgive others and learn the art of forgiving people unconditionally. But remember, it didn't need to be for them. It was for me. It was for me to move on and make sure the next three years 
were the best three years of my life. And with that came the final step of gratitude and loving once again. Now the next post, if you're watching this on YouTube, shows the actual message I sent the person. You see, I knew who assaulted me. I had found out through my own detective skills. And I wrote them a message. And I'll read that for you now. I've just seen your post from, and it was a Facebook group at that point. And it's great to see you have changed from five years ago when you left me in a pool of blood from an unprovoked attack with about 50 head injuries almost destroying my life for no reason outside the custard factory. This ruined my chances to do something I had worked for two years previously for, dedicated numerous hours to a craft I was granted an opportunity for, but it wasn't meant to be. By the way, this message has no malice. As of two years ago, I finally let go and forgave you. I never understood it, but I didn't need to. But I also couldn't live with hate that anyone would do that from being intoxicated. I don't wish bad on anyone, but let's hope your good acts are a change of personality and not a forefront for social media. The work you did looked amazing, by the way. I don't even know if you remember that day or whether you gave a shit if I lived or not. But if that 1% of you felt any remorse, then you may need this acceptance more than myself. And with that, I can't explain how my life changed. You see, in that message, I spoke of how I forgave them a few years before. But it wasn't until that I actually wrote that message and I sent it on Facebook and got an acknowledgement from it that my life actually changed. You see, post this is set me on a route to become a better husband, to become a better friend, a better man, and the old me again. And one of the things I would say about forgiveness and how powerful forgiveness is, is that it's not a magic pill. You may not ever forget it, and that's okay. And it's not always for them. But it is a process. And it teaches you so many lessons. And it is for you. And you deserve it. You deserve forgiveness for you to move on and become the best version of yourself. And I definitely deserve forgiveness to become the best version of myself. And this is why I always say it's our adversity that shapes us, that forms us. Because if it wasn't for that adversity, I would never have found my voice. I would never be doing this podcast with yourselves today. And I would never ever have met some of the most fascinating and incredible people who have overcome bigger adversities than myself to show me that we really can achieve so much more. But if there is anyone out there with an ounce of hatred in their heart towards anyone else, I implore you to forgive that person. You don't need to forgive them for themselves. Forgive them for yourself. Because when you let go of that bitterness and you can move forward in your life the way that you were meant to move forward in your life, with compassion, with gratitude, finding your own voice, writing your own story, I promise you, life becomes bliss and life becomes so much better. And on this note, I do, once again, as it's the 100th episode, want to thank my amazing guests for courageously sharing their stories. And I urge you all to support Find Your Voice. It's a passion project of mine. And I understand that for some of you, you may not be as passionate as me, but I promise you there are lessons and I work so hard to deliver these lessons for every single one of you to go out there to become the best, best version of yourself, to find your voice, to limit those excuses, to combat any obstacles that come along your way. And of course, to find your voice and write your own story. So thank you. Thank you if you've stayed to the end. And I hope I didn't go on too long, but I just thought it would be important to give you an insight into myself. I've been there. I've had my dreams taken away from me 
and I was able to do nothing about it. But what I can do is mold the rest of my dreams and chase those. And that's all I want from you guys as well. So if you're watching this on YouTube, please do subscribe to the channel. Hit that notification bell because I'm releasing weekly videos to help you all with your mindset, with some how-to videos and of course, incredible episodes from Find Your Voice. And if you're listening to the podcast, thank you so much for staying with me till the end. And of course, I do appreciate any reviews or any feedback on this episode as well. It would have been very, very difficult saying this years ago. But one thing I've realized in the process of healing is that through true forgiveness, it becomes a lot easier. I wish you all the success in moving forward. And if you ever need anything, please do reach out as well. I love engaging with people. Follow us on Instagram. Check out our sponsors as well, which I'm going to be speaking about on every single episode now. So get used to it. But listen, I would not put something out here if I didn't truly believe in it. And I didn't truly, truly 100%, not 90%, 100% believe it could change your life for the better. So until next time, thanks for listening. And remember, this podcast is absolutely free. So all we ask in return is for you to share this with a friend and drop us a five-star review over on iTunes. Have an awesome day.